coming to get you, Barbara. What's spooky, ya creeps? Today on the podcast, what are we talking about? Wit. You got me drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Coat's daughter. Woo! Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> yeah. Copy drinking water. Watching Black Coat's daughter. Yeah. That's what we are watching. Um, yeah, what what's going on today, Wit? Any anything special? <laughs> yeah. It's you like know? for for people who don't know, like we talk for a second before we record and then we hit record and I, I gotta ask again. So I'm like, what am I doing here? It, but it's like also I'm not gonna have you hop on the call and just go right into it because that's fucking rude. So I don't know. Oh, but anyway. Um, wedding planning is commencing okay congrats on that i'm i'm really pissed at jacob for not telling me this just kidding (laughs) but yeah that's fun that's fun um i actually have to crack down on it now (laughs) yeah sweet yeah uh i remember all that stuff um definitely like i always tell you guys like go with what your heart desires don't let family unless like it's something that you're indecisive on but like yeah no this is been all us so far awesome nobody else yeah for sure (laughs) that's good yeah yeah because i mean a wedding is like especially your first wedding obviously it's like (laughs) a one-time thing so uh, yeah you don't want to mess that up yeah i don't want to mess up my first wedding he is also my first husband (laughs) yeah (laughs) you never know yeah exactly it is 2021 so anyway that's awesome um what spooked you anything that you can remember (laughs) every time Um, i watched a really cool so i caved and i got discovery plus Mm. um because i really wanted to watch that exclusive ghost adventures episode Mm -hmm. that they did at the hotel right yeah the cecile or cecil however you say it yeah something hotel um and that was actually a really cool episode it was was like a two-parter uh two-hour-long episode it was a really good one a lot of crazy crazy stuff happened so that was really fun Hmm. um and then yeah i've kind of just been watching just tv shows vampire diaries uh uh some stuff on discovery plus like the zoo and stuff like that so yeah yeah. really crazy hell yeah that's dope um for me like i said every time I think from now on you should ask me when you're done because I hate like to cut you off if you're not done, but also I don't want like blank silence. So anyway, <laughs> were you done? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Okay. All right. Um, mine pretty much in order of from, from when we last podcasted quite a few. Again, I won't go into too much detail. So Tenet, we finally watched. Um, I'm a huge fan of Chris Nolan. This is probably middle tier for me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just pretty average, but the the things I did like were like the score and the intensity of the film was awesome, but it was really just kind of all over the place. And I think mm-hmm. that was most people's complaints. So tenant. After that, we watched the new craft movie, legacy one. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I gave it a very average score. Um, people it seemed either people loved it or hated it. And I could see why people hated it. I'm veering more toward that side of things, but yeah, I mean, it was it was average, pretty cool. Um, I obviously watched a bunch of the Universal stuff, so I caught up on the Invisible Man, the original one, which was fucking fantastic. It was awesome. It's got like a huge kill count. He kills like 
200 something people in this weird way. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause he like derails a train with a hundred and something people on it. And then he just goes around town killing everybody. So that one was good though. Um, yeah. Bride of Frankenstein. Finally, super good. Um, more about Frankenstein than I thought the bride, like the one that everybody knows she doesn't come into play until right at the end of the movie, which I was confused of, but Hey, (laughs) yeah. Uh, werewolf of London. The first one, they didn't even do the Wolfman first. They did werewolf of London. Uh, this is probably my least favorite so far. I give it like mm-hmm. a like a two and a half out of five because it was just oh. not that good of a movie. It was nothing about a werewolf, pretty much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, two more of the Universal. Dracula's Daughter, super great. Uh, the lady that played Dracula's Daughter was like, I was like transfixed the whole time because she, I, I told Chanel, I was like, is she pretty or am I crazy? And she was like, no, you're kind of crazy, but I think she's like, gorgeous she has like kind of big like like uh bug eyes but like i don't know something about it yeah look her up um something about her was super pretty so that's like the whole point though she's a dracula you know so Mm -hmm. she's a vampire uh and then one more son of frankenstein i this one was the first universal one that was like an hour and 45 minutes and it did not need to be that fucking long um yeah it just was too long and too much backstory for something that didn't really do much for me. Frankenstein wasn't in it too much, so I don't know. It was okay. All right, last two. Uh, we will finally watch Run with Sarah Paulson on Hulu. Um, yeah, that one was all right. It was highly, highly predictable. Like, I knew everything that was going to happen. Uh, you could tell from the trailer what's going to happen, but it was, it was average. Um, I did laugh really hard at one part that was not meant to be funny but it was so fucking funny to me kind of i was like dude i'm pulling a wit right now (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, you're just like oh shit yeah i was pulling a wit and then last one i just threw it on because i had heard really good things it's called tragedy girls have you ever heard of it it's like these two girls want to become like internet famous basically so they kill people like they literally are like a duo serial killer whatever and yeah one way to get famous i guess yeah exactly um i don't know it wasn't for me super (laughs) stylized like the uh it could have been written by diablo cody for all i know but oh god yeah it wasn't for me all right now we're gonna talk about the black coat's daughter these people do you say that she was murdered do you say that they had to do a blood test to see if her head matched the body hey dad just calling to see where you and mom are if you're coming worst case they come on Friday and everyone goes home and has a really nice break after all we can't let you live here. You do know about the sisters, don't you? They worship the devil. Catherine. Is there something wrong? Why are you doing this? Do you believe in God, Joan? Ever tried to look for him? I look for him in the unlikely things that happen. Little coincidences. Black coat. 
something funny. You smiled a little. Funny? No. Why? I mean, I just wish you could stay and see my performance. That's all. During the dead of winter, a troubled young woman embarks on a mysterious journey to an isolated prep school where two stranded students face a sinister threat from an unseen evil force. I could not make this one up for you guys this week, <laughs> like I'm going to try to continue to do like last week, because this movie was a movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I have no real full idea what happened in the movie. I mean, I, I'm hoping I can, um, you know, expand that for you and help you, you know, maybe we can knock off each other and see what, see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was bad. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just okay. saying, I don't know what the fuck what exactly I just huh? watched. Like, I yeah. Cause you're fresh off it. it. Yeah. You just got off the movie. Yeah. So yeah, you're right <laughs> into it. Before like, we start would go downstairs and Jacob were to ask, so what was the movie about? I wouldn't know what to call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is kind of one of those movies for sure. You'd have to like dive into the description way too long to like tell someone who's curious about it as to what it is. They'd just be like, by the time you're done explaining what it is, they're like, oh, that sounds fucking terrible or something, yeah. you know? So I could tell you what I've grasped. This okay. is what I will tell Jacob if yeah. he asks me, what was the movie about? Mm-hmm. Sabrina. Teenage witch over here mm-hmm. is uh, really weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. All girl prep school, Catholic school, cliche. And then uh, cliche might be pregnant, bad girl in the Catholic <laughs> school too. They're stranded yep. alone. Sabrina, teenage witch, really confusing, weird vibes. <laughs> she seems okay. And then <laughs> she's not okay at all. Mm-hmm. And then cut to um the other broad mm-hmm. joan joan yeah who is uh i don't know she looks like a crackhead um at a bus station <laughs> <laughs> and she gets picked up by what could be some sketchy pedo dude but and they really try to hint at that he's a sketchy pedo dude but he's mm-hmm. not but then he is but then he's not mm-hmm. then his wife hates everything about everything and uh then we come back to sabrina over here and uh (laughs) she's possessed Mm -hmm. definitely um she calls a teacher nurse lady a see you next tuesday and that's pretty rude (laughs) she's trying to give her some some medicine and uh then then she's real possessed and she kills everyone <laughs> that's left and, yeah. uh, and then flash cut back again to joan and she's on a road trip to to visit sabrina i guess or something <laughs> and she gets not possessed possessed she kills everybody too and sabrina gets shot mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sabrina doesn't die from getting shot she gets exercised in the hospital really easily and then the movie cuts 
back to Joan and she's crying and then it's over. Fade to black, roll credits. <laughs> You're so just boom. like, hey. <laughs> Well, we can wrap it up by saying ratings. No. <laughs> on ratings, we have on IMDb a 5.9 out of 10 user, a 68 meta, so critics favor it a little bit more. And Rotten Tomatoes for the split, it's a 72%. Um yeah, it's not too shabby. Um, this came out in 2015 by Oz Perkins, which is the son of famed Anthony Perkins, which is uh, the original Norman Norman Bates from Psycho. So, of yeah. course, he's in the horror realm, right? Why wouldn't he be? So, as as we go along with my notes, we can discuss what is going on and the theories that I have, because this is my second rewatch of it, and... Mm-hmm. Because I really liked it the first time, but I was more on your page. I was like, I like this, but I'm confused. <laughs> so, um, but your second watch through, you're like, okay, okay. You can piece it together a little bit better. Also, the reason I picked this was because it felt very cold to me. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a very cold film. And that's the theme I'm trying to go with for January is like colder movies. So we started with 30 days a night. Then we're here and we'll see. <laughs> Cause I don't know if it, sticks on that theme but yeah i just felt <laughs> like going with a cold film and yeah because i i haven't seen a lot of people cover this either so we'll see how it does um yeah so it starts it opens up with music and moodiness and car dripping i don't that was weird and um like a calendar marking oh yeah because she was marking off the but calendar yeah, when mom and dad were gonna come we're supposed to come get them yep so Catherine, which is our, you know, little Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> I forget her name. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Her name is Catherine. <laughs> yeah. I always got a, remember it. She's got a Kiernan. Kiernan Shipka. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Kiernan Shipka. So her name is Catherine. She is speaking to the father of her Catholic school about him leaving and her staying. Um, you can tell that she's kind of. I think there might have been some undertones of like touch, you know, like something was going on between them. Um, now that I think more about it, because yeah, I think this will all kind of filter into the end. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's leaving and she's staying. At least she thinks Rose, the popular girl of this school um. She's she goes to the nurses to see if she's sick and is question mark pregnant, I guess. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's like super like if you weren't paying attention to the dialogue, you'd be like, wait, what? She's pregnant <laughs> later on. So, so yeah, it cuts to everyone else leaving, and the only people are left that are the only people that are left are Kate, Catherine, whatever, and Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, oh well, and I don't wait, what? Maybe I got those backwards. It's because uh, I wrote that everyone left, but then I put Cat or Catherine, whatever, is performing pretty well because she's like playing the piano and stuff and singing. And oh, yeah, I, so that's I like think... right before everybody leaves. Okay, I don't know how those got flipped, but yeah. So um, I like that scene because I feel like that was actually Kenan Shipka doing that, and she's got a pretty good voice. Yeah, she's she's sung a couple times in Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. I don't watch it. I know like Chanel does, but and a lot of people love it, but I don't love it so i was just you know i didn't love it but it was entertaining enough to where 
I was at the point where like I've committed enough of my life to watching this. I'm gonna might as well end it right. because it's, no, I get it. it's over over now. Yeah. So. yeah, I get that. <laughs> so Rose and Cat are the only two whose parents haven't picked them up at this point. Um, they're both talking to like a teacher or something like a principal if there's also a principal at a catholic school i guess probably I don't know, one of the sisters yeah um and rose she like accidentally told her parents the wrong day and Catherine just can't contact them because she doesn't have a cell phone um yeah and and basically the principal dude or whatever tells rose to watch Catherine. she doesn't want to rose is meant to be 17 i believe and Catherine is only supposed to be 15 i think yeah or she's a freshman <laughs> yeah 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 oh, so, I know. yep um Catherine goes straight into her room and then a phone rings like the um what are those called the when you put coins in yeah phone? like yeah pay phone there we go <laughs> so yeah random pay phone out in the hall rings um we don't really know why until nearing the end <laughs> so then there's a new timeline cut to new timelines if if movies that like shift around a lot bother you, this is not the movie for you for sure because oh, yeah. that's what adds to the confusion. But um, very much so. <laughs> and here's another thing that bothers me. Okay, so check this out. It's uh, I said new timeline for Joan, which is played by uh, Tammy. What's her name? Emma Stone. M- Emma. No. Uh, Fuck. Damn it! Now I gotta look it up. Hold on. I'm right there. I'm right there. Uh, emma, emma roberts roberts there we go yeah, there we go. i knew it was an emma yeah damn it yeah i'm not a huge fan of her but she's all right in this she doesn't really talk so <laughs> yeah so she's in a public bathroom uh trying to get like cleaned up or something um she's kind of like messy and just not looking too hot uh and then she's at, waiting outside in the cold and she gets picked up by Bill and Linda, these two adults that are driving to the same location that she needs to get to, basically, um, or roughly. Roughly. Um, Close read on, yeah, exactly. I read on IMDb that these outside scenes with Emma Roberts were record-breaking cold shoots. Like, it was record-breaking temperatures in Canada at the time. Oh, so, like, the look of them being that cold is, like, probably genuine as fuck because, yeah, it's gnarly. Um, so yeah, then we cut back to Rose with her boyfriend talking in his car about pregnancy. Reminder, there's literally only four people at this Catholic school. There's the two all around nurses, cooks, whatever the fuck. They're just like the women of the school, whatever. They're probably, um, like nuns. I don't know. I don't, I didn't go to Catholic school. So whatever. They're just, yeah, there's a, I don't know. There's yeah. Sisters. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, she's out talking in her car or his car yeah uh rose catches Catherine dancing to the furnace this happens pretty early on i guess huh um mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah there's the time she yeah weird of the furnace well yeah because i mean it there's a lot of long scenes of people walking around that add to just like the why the fuck is this happening mm-hmm. um and all the action i'd say or the violence is very quick for mm-hmm. the most part um so very so yeah i mean this was like i felt like a five minute scene of rose like walking around the school and then because she heard some stuff and goes to the basement where there's a furnace and sees um catherine like what do you call it like uh bowing on her knees whatever i don't know the word man kneeling? i don't know yeah <laughs> kneeling sure she's you know 
all into the furnace. It's her, her homie. Um, now back to Joan. This is what bothered me. So then at this scene is finally when it says Joan in the blue lettering. Like it then says it. It's like, dude, we've already seen her though, you fuckers. And it does this later on too with Rose and Catherine. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably my only gripe. But yeah, back to Joan. I put, I guess she's along for the ride now. Um, yeah. She's in a hotel room because they like hooked her up with a room and this gets a little weird too. Um, there's a shower scene. And she starts remembering some stuff like there's like little cutbacks of um, like getting shot and stuff or, or like a bullet. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. There's uh, a couple of shots. Flashbacks make everything more confusing. Too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so she's in a towel and Bill, the guy that picked her up is he's super creepy. He like knocks on her room. She lets him in, which already is like, what are you doing? Um, Get in her towel. She's not yeah. even like, hold no. on, let me get dressed. Yeah, like, like, can I get dressed first? No, because she doesn't talk. That's one thing. So she just lets in. him in. Yeah. Um, but I think that plays into something later, which I don't know if I want to reveal just yet. So probably not. But maybe we, if I can remember, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, and he's telling her about God. He's like, you know, do you believe in God? And she's like, not really, or something. But blah blah blah, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a bunch of dialogue that was like confusing. <clears throat> so now we're back to Rose and Catherine. Um, another shower scene with this time it was Catherine. Oh yeah, yeah. Catherine was in the shower. Rose was asking her what the fuck she was doing because she got all dirty in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene was a little confusing because then Rose is finally like trying to talk to Cat, and Cat tells Rose her parents are dead. But was she talking about her own? Or Rose's That's parents were what there. I was also trying to figure out yeah. because Rose was getting really offended and like yeah. you shouldn't say things like she that. She said you so, don't you, sh- you shouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Kat was talking about her parents, but Rose was taking it as her parents. Or she was just saying like or she was That's just really morbid general. to say it. Yeah. Like don't <laughs> yeah. fucking say things like that. So yeah. But yeah, Cap- and she's at this point, Catherine's creep. acting. Yeah, she's just like Rose is sussed out as fuck. And Catherine is just like acting real weird, even weirder than before. I don't know if that's possible, but she, it is. She started off pretty fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's getting weirder. <laughs> so um, there's this nice little scene with some like spooky music where it's nighttime and Cat does some crazy contortions in her bed. She's like under the sheets and like breathing weird. And then all of a sudden it just like sure like back arches and shit. I was like, what the fuck? You know, something's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know, classic yeah. possessed. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so now we're back to Joan. She's eating at a restaurant with Bill for whatever fucking reason. The wife, uh, whatever her name is, she's not, she's kind of a non character, kind of, kind of. Um, she's waiting in the car or something. But it's just the two of them sitting in a booth and they're about to eat. Um, this is when Bill shows pics of Rose. Yeah, pics of Rose. Yes, the girl at the school. And mentions that she's been dead for nine years. What's going on here? Huh? It's revealed that Joan killed someone and took her identity. Um, that's like Joan isn't her real name. That was like a nurse or whatever it's revealed or a caretaker or something 
Um, I really, if this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This scene, when you ask, it's probably going to be my favorite. So then it's just Joan in the car with Linda, which is like the wife of the people, you know, that picked him up. Um, and she's talking about having slash had a daughter um, because she, yeah, like she acknowledges that their daughter Rose was murdered, mm-hmm. but the father Bill, he won't admit that. And he talks about currently having a daughter and he, they find out or Joan, there's a lot of names. Jesus Christ. Joan <laughs> finds out that they're going to her like um, plot, her memorial or whatever to put flowers down. Cause it's like the anniversary or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but I put that Linda's monologue is chilling. Like it really is. It's, it's like an insight into a parent losing. It, it's almost like the duality of the dad being like, so stricken with grief that he can't even like acknowledge the fact that it happened. And then he the mom is acknowledge like, it. Yeah. He won't even acknowledge it. And then Linda is the complete opposite where she's like life is nothing she'd probably rather be dead which i might have been in her monologue or in her speech but yeah yeah it's it's pretty fucked up um so now we're back to rose uh catherine is gonna live with mr gordon i don't know why i wrote that down it was just like one line she said i'm gonna live here with him or something i don't know not a big yeah, deal she, kind of she's a freak mm, yeah she's she's just getting real <laughs> freaky dude uh cat doesn't want to bless her food oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, i was like wait yeah, what she so they say their grace over mm-hmm. their food obviously Just catholic yep. yeah yep. catholic school um and you know rose starts saying the prayer and cat's just kind of sitting back yeah. and one of the sisters like the head sister nun the lairs lady is like um excuse you <laughs> prayers yeah and uh so cat starts like smugly mocking and saying it and then that's when she gets in trouble yeah and, and yeah, she, yeah <laughs> and then she and then, just yeah she throws up dude just <laughs> everywhere and then cat says get your hands off me c word c-u-n-t <laughs> see you next tuesday <laughs> <laughs> there you go see you next tuesday um yeah uh like we said, very confusing timeline, but this is how it happened. The cops show up and find Miss, Miss, Mrs. whatever Prescott murdered one of the mm-hmm. nurses. Um, oh, and then guess what? Here we are. Now it's Kat's story. Now it's Catherine's story, even though we've been following her for all this time. But yeah, mm-hmm. this is one of my gripes, but still now it's introducing her and it kind of does a very quick uh, segment of like her breakdown of why she's so fucking weird and what's going on. Um, she sees a devil dude, like a shadow devil guy in the bathroom um, with her. And then devils, the devil dude is in her room. Uh, yeah. Catherine is revealed to have killed the nurses in a brutal stabbing. It was, this is the first violence, right? I guess on screen violence. And it was, I mean, technically, yeah. and it was, pretty gnarly um yeah she god i don't even know because it's like a lot happened like she slit one of their throats and then like stabbed one in the back like probably a dozen times it was it's it's, there's a lot of stabbing and slicing (laughs) yeah this is a very stab worthy stab heavy movie which if you're not into that like me or if it just freaks you out like me like yeah this movie ain't for you but gonna sound awful but i like 
stabbing thing. Oh, they're so <laughs> brutal. I know. That's why I like it. <laughs> it freaks me out, man. <clears throat> uh, yeah, there was also at the end of that scene, she like goes upstairs and takes their pillowcases. What the? Yeah. F- oh, dude. I know why. I'll jump back to it. I bet I know why. Okay. Um, I think uh, maybe. I bet you know why once you'll catch up. Yeah. Rose gets her period. Maybe. Not pregnant. Yeah. um, (laughs) But then she gets fucked up. She gets stabbed. Um, There was some speculation online that that was also a miscarriage, that she was pregnant and that was a miscarriage. I don't know if the timing works out with that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I just assumed that she just had her period and And that she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, that automatically was like, oh my gosh, I'm not pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I think that would, because she didn't want to be pregnant. And so then, right after this bathroom scene, she goes out into the hall and cat fucks her up. She stabs her in the stomach like four or five times. Yeah. And then in the back. And then in the back. And like the the stabbing scenes are very realistic, I think. They're very like how people would act getting stabbed it's not like over the top like yeah i'm gonna scream yeah it's like a bunch of blood gushing out yeah exactly (laughs) like every stab it's like it's like what would happen so yeah and i think the irony in it is that it's almost like when she realized that she was on her period or had her period that it's kind of a release of okay well i'm all good to go now i can like Mm -hmm. go back to living my regular life and being kind of happy again and then right after that she gets stabbed (laughs) in the stomach which is like a huge metaphor for like, you know, who cares about your baby now? I'm just yeah. going to fucking stab you and kill you this way. You know, it's like killing her that way. So, yeah, I, I found that interesting. Um, Yeah, cop. This one cop goes to the basement. I don't know. Oh, he followed a, a trail of blood <laughs> and finds Catherine worshiping the furnace again with three heads. The three heads of the nurses or whatever the, the sisters will say and the um and Rose's head. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why she grabbed the pillowcases was to like put the heads in there. Yeah. To carry the because it was like a whole house away from the main school or whatever. So Yeah, and I could see that would be difficult, you know, like looking around. Yeah. Yeah, just like holding the their head. hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you and, still and, gotta go stab someone else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that was another thing was uh it like starts showing cat lift Rose's head up by her hair. And like about to put the knife to her neck to like cut it off. And I was like, God damn, it's almost like close to hereditary when, you know, you see the headless kid, Charlie mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, fuck. Um, and then she's just kind of repeating Hail Satan and the cop shoots her. Um, and then it cuts back to Joan. We are back to Joan here. She's driving. She's driving along. Uh, this scene I did not like. Because this one fucks me up. I don't know what it is about it. But basically this whole time that Joan has been in the car, she's been in the backseat and Linda's passenger, Bill's driving. Pretty typical. But so she she tells Bill, oh, I'm going to be sick. You need to pull over right now. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. Joan decides to like slice Bill's neck. And Linda starts screaming. And so she stabs her just too many times like a butt fuck yeah and it's real graphic yeah to me like it's very like chilling and because she's just like laying into her and she linda's just like screaming oh man yeah i I don't fuck with it it fucks me up um (laughs) so then of course what do you know she beheads them and puts the heads in a suitcase 
Um, reminder, it's freezing out. It's like nighttime. Uh, one thing we haven't touched on, this film is gorgeous. It's like the lighting is perfect in every scene. Um, like, yeah. for instance, when Kat, right after she kills Rose, um, there's like this part where she's like right out of the direct lighting where it's like shadow on the forefront, but like highlighting like her nose and stuff. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it's it's filmed perfectly. Um, that's one thing I loved about this movie. But yeah, back to Joan. <laughs> she <laughs> she beheads the Bill and Linda. I guess we go back to... Oh, yeah, we do go back to Kat because, like you said, the father visits Kat in the hospital and he decides to perform an exorcism. It happens real quick. Uh, I guess it works, but this is what I'm... You know, I only have a few more notes so we can finally discuss it. Um, she she says like no don't go because she sees the devil behind like a curtain and she doesn't want him to leave so yeah um, back to Joan she ends up going to this school Bramford or whatever the fuck it is Bramford school she mm-hmm. drives there it, it, it starts bouncing back and forth really quickly mm-hmm. um, yeah Catherine doesn't want the devil to go like I said Cat uh, is unable to bring the devil back up from hell Okay, so the reason I put cat, this was it. Because my last note is, so is she just crazy or was she actually possessed? Now, the reason I say that is because I don't know if you were able to put two and two together. I mean, I'm not calling you stupid because I don't think I did the first time nope. that Joan, Joan was cat the whole time. Just yeah. it, was, it was a different timeline. It was a nine-year time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if she knew that those were rose's parents that's one thing that could be debated um now here's the thing the reason i think that she's actually crazy and not possessed because like i said buying into the whole like the father maybe molested her and then also bill when she's joan quote unquote when there's that creepy scene of her in the towel she's like she's available to that like she's open to that because that's i feel like to her that's all she's really known she feels yeah she is being like have that like she did give off this air of like she didn't like like she kind of expected it mm -hmm. and she was like whatever about it she's like yeah it came off like a here we go again let's get this over with this guy's gonna yeah, yeah basically rape me or whatever so i think that buys into it and that's why that scene was filmed exactly like that. So the reason I think she's crazy is because she beheads the parents. She brings it to essentially back to the furnace to resurrect the devil in her and, and like resurrect him like literally in her mind. And when she does that and it doesn't work um, like there, like the end scene, she's like, she feels the furnace and and she like pulls her hand back really quickly and kind of like makes a noise because at first you think oh is it hot like as in it's burning is it working no i think it's it's because it's so cold like it's cold to the touch and so the furnace never lights the devil never shows back up and then she goes into the street and she like looks at the school realizes that there was no devil this whole time and that she's just kind of crazy. So that's why she's like crying. She's covered in blood, not covered, but like she has blood on her, you know? So, and I think that's her realization. I mean, that, she's, she's, she's pretty much covered in blood. She, yeah, she painted it on herself. <laughs> true. You know, true. She's, 
she's purposely covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I did find, so I found this thing like a explain the movie or whatever. Type oh thing. yeah. Yeah. And it goes through and it starts it says black coat's daughter follows two stories with a lonely school schoolgirl named Kat seeking to raise a demon. So she is like seeking out this demon. Mm-hmm. Like she knows about the demon. She's seen it. Mm-hmm. She's befriending it because she's fucking weird and lonely yeah. and it's her friend. And that's why she murdered everybody. And in the end, she's arrested and following an exorcism, the demon is apparently cast out. Because she did do like the weird demon voice a few times too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other story follows Emma Roberts Joan and a twist reveals she's a grown up cat. She murders Rose's parents to reunite with the demon, but she yeah. cries once she realizes it's gone forever. Okay. I just think it can be looked at both ways where it was a demonic possession the whole time, but also to me, it's also representative of the yeah, devil absolutely. being the darker side of her or the mental illness in general, um, you know, like schizophrenic or something, you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on anyone who deals with that. It's just um, something like that. So, but other than that, um yeah, I think we touched all the topics. That's all my notes. Pretty much, man. What do you uh what do you think? No ratings yet, but just after we've discussed it a little bit more. Now that it is a little clearer. I mean, I still like it. Yeah. I still I mean, I don't love it, but Yeah. That's I was on the nose with that then. Good. <laughs> I was like, I know it. But it's not bad. It's okay. not a bad movie at all. I feel like in a different mood. If you were like more spunky or something, like maybe on a Friday night, you would have hated this movie or something. <laughs> Just messing with you. No, yeah, no. <laughs> I think but, it's still be fine. I'd probably eat a little more confused for sure. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you had a couple drinks in your system, you would have been like, oh, "What is yeah. going on? Like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, Why am I watching this?" <laughs> yeah. But overall, I like it a lot. Um, so spooky scene time spooky favorite scene yeah um my favorite spooky spooky scene i like the scene where she's you know really cracked out and just kneeling in front of this fucking furnace with Mm. three heads properly placed right next to her like a freak of nature and the cops like what the fuck and Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it did have very heavy like hereditary vibes in that moment i was like bruh yeah well also because the audio is all fucked up too yeah it sounds like he's in a tunnel or something it's weird yeah yeah so that part was fun i liked that scene a lot the distortion Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. just the simpleness of it she's literally not doing anything but kneeling in front in front of a furnace yeah, and it's yeah. weird oh, yeah. <laughs> and it really sets a different type of tone mm-hmm. it makes you uncomfy yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's just chilling next to her and she's just yeah she's just fine mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she went for it man she full mm-hmm. she full sent it for sure <laughs> yeah. so um for me i mean it has to be bill and linda's stabbing death scene uh for like the creepiest scene i <laughs> that's the one scene i remember from watching it from the first time and um other than that though 
also the scene with Linda's monologue. I don't know. It's just like a, like I said, an insight into like the really dark side of a parent losing a kid so fucking horrendously. Like, mm. yeah, because she said something about, did he tell you about how they had to do a blood test from the head? Yeah. Um, and and her body. The body. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. Because it was so mangled and just gnarly. Ugh. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sweet. Well, spooky ratings time. What? What you give it? What you give it? What's your spooky ghost? A three. Solid, like middle of the road. I liked it. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Cool. (laughs) I was hoping it would get at least a three for sure. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm glad. For me, got a three point five. It's not much higher. Um, you know, it's not a perfect film. I think it's when it comes to the cinematography and lighting and stuff, it's like perfect. It's such a gorgeous film, but because of the fact that the first time I watched it, I was just as confused as you, especially because I didn't look up any like stuff to try to figure it out. I just turned it on one day because it looked cool and yeah. ended up being. Apparently, this movie confuses everyone because yeah. it's if you look it up, there's a lot of like sub Google mm-hmm. lookups, like yeah. asking explanation what does it mean what is this yeah (laughs) yeah it's like funny because at the beginning of this i was gonna say like hey we don't want to ruin this for you but also no i'm realizing like our discussion might help you know it helped me honestly like when i like i said i gave you my synopsis at the very beginning (laughs) of what i thought i watched (laughs) and then it was all pieced together as we talked about it and then after reading that little quick thing and i was like oh my gosh yeah Mm -hmm. of course that's her yeah 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 i feel like sometimes just the way if you're really not focusing on some parts Mm -hmm. all of that can go completely over your head yeah well and and i like that there's very subtle hints like the fact that joan does have like a newer iphone not a brand new but like she has a smartphone like an iphone and back in the nine years earlier, neither of them have cell phones. Rose doesn't use a cell phone. It, it literally alludes to it by them using that payphone in the school, which, yes, you could chalk up to, oh, they're not allowed to have cell phones in Catholic school or whatever. But just the fact that, you know, there's that subtle hint of here's this and then this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I dig it. I, I recommend watching it um, for even if we kind of ruin the movie for you, just like the pure, um, like put it on late on a Friday night and like turn the lights out and you'll just be sussed out. You'll be creeped out. (laughs) It's a very dark film. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of darkness to it. So other than that though, we good. We good. We good. Let's do an outro. All right, guys, that was the black coat's daughter. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as much as we did kind of, um, (laughs) if you want to hit us up on the Instagrams, check us out on the spook squad podcast and same thing with email. Also, if you are listening to us and not watching us, if you're listening to us, thank you very much. Go ahead and give us a Apple review and rating. Um, let us know your favorite dish to make. I don't have one this week. Fuck. I didn't even think about it. I'll try to think of it when you're talking about YouTube, where can they watch us? <laughs> well, like watch us on YouTube. Like you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like subscribe, comment, ring the bell, whatever. Yada, yada. YouTube spiel. What she said. Go. What she said, <laughs> man. That's what she said. Um, I guess if I were to give, 
let, let's do a recipe. This is a vegetarian dish, which is nice. It's great for um, bringing to potlucks or parties because you'll stand out and they're delicious. It's called a tartine, which is a French open face sandwich. Let's get some French bread. Cut it to about an inch thick. We griddle it with some butter. We, we then leave goat cheese out. You got to get goat cheese. You leave it out room temp a little bit because it's easier to spread on this nicely toasted browned toast French bread. Yeah, you, you spread it on there. You got to get some radishes julienne style you know with a mandolin boom 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 slice thin um and then what else we got some local green like sprouts you can get broccoli sprouts alfalfa sprouts whatever you got um locally because it's all per season and then you drizzle some olive oil some flake salt or at least sea salt at the best and boom you got a nice crispy fresh sandwich like i said it's vegetarian not vegan sorry uh, you could probably find a nice alternative for the goat cheese and make it vegan don't use butter either, obviously. And boom, there you go. Hopefully you guys enjoy my little recipes. It's fun. They're delicious. So other than that, y'all need to stay spooky. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>